0: Hi everybody, this is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you so very much for taking a moment with us to take a look at the book. We're going to continue our study from my series, Alignment of the Nations, and this time we'll be listening to some of what I had to say about Satan's subtle strategy. Indeed, he is braining all the nations of the world together to ultimately accomplish his satanic goals this is a must listen. If you can take just a moment with us and listen to what I have to say about Satan's subtle strategy as it relates to the alignment of nations, I'll come right back and tell you how you can get your copy of this entire five-hour series on CD entitled Alignment of the Nations. Take a moment with me now and let's listen to the study.
1: Here in the State Department of the United States of America, They bring the best-known terrorist of the world into the State Department, a man who has, as a constitution, the Palestinian covenant that says, we want to kill the Jews, we want to remove all Jewish presence from the Middle East. And he is at the cutting edge of those people in the world, the enemies of the world, that are aligning themselves, forming coalitions to come against the Jewish people in the days in which we live, which... God's word said would happen. What makes a Yasser Arafat? What makes a President Hussad, who is the president of Syria, who is a man who sent uh, his troops over to a city just outside of Damascus not long ago, where 25,000 people lived, and his soldiers went in there and massacred every man, woman, and child in 24 hours, all 25,000 of them? What makes a man do that? What makes a man like Saddam Hussein, after the Gulf crisis in 1991, when the United States gave a signal of enhancing the opportunity of the Shiite Muslim, a different type of a Muslim than Saddam Hussein is in the south, and the Kurds in the north of Iraq, making a move to squeeze the middle Baghdad The bully of Baghdad, Saddam Hussein, and kill him. And while they were in the process, the United States pulled their air cover out. And that resulted in over a quarter of a million Kurds being gassed by Saddam Hussein. What makes him do that? What made a man like Hitler kill six million people? Well, there's an underlying, and let me say a word that uh, sometimes people shy away from, conspiracy that's going on. Oh, it's uh, not the Bilderbergers or the Illuminati, as someone's talking about, but there is an underlying conspiracy. There has been a strategy that was instituted 6,000 years ago and then improved upon to put us in a position where we are today to see this all happening. The alignment of the nations is coming into position for the purpose of fulfilling God's pre-written history, or the prophecy he gave his ancient prophets. But how did it all come together? Well, I think that the Word of God gives us the information about that, and it's all within the context of Satan's subtle strategy that will position all of these nations, and in fact the end times, to come in to the complete fulfillment of what God's Word said it would be. If you have your Bibles, turn with me back to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 3 is where we're going to start, and I want to talk about this satanic strategy, a subtle satanic strategy that uh, has been instituted for these 6,000 years. Uh, Let me just remind you of a couple of things just prior to doing that. Number one, you must remember that um, there was a theocracy in position in Genesis 1, 2, and 3. In Genesis 1, Genesis 1 is what? Creation. You, you didn't remember that from the other day. Genesis 2 is what? Special effects are creation. Genesis 3 is what? Fall of man. Okay. Now, it's important that you understand how Genesis unfolds because basically it's the beginning of everything we're going to be talking about. Let me go through that again with you. Genesis 1 is creation, Genesis 2, special effects of creation, Genesis 3, the fall of man, Genesis 4, the story of Cain and Abel, Genesis 5, genealogies, Genesis 6, 7, and 8, Noah and the flood, Genesis 9, Noah after the flood, Genesis 10, genealogies, Genesis 11, the tower of Babel, Genesis 12, the call of Abraham out of Ur the Chaldees. Now, it's important you understand that because as we deal with this, this subject of the alignment of the nations... It all comes from the first 12 chapters of the book of Genesis. And in chapters 1, 2, and 3, and it moves all the way up to chapter 3, there is a theocracy over mankind or over all of creation which had come into existence when God spoke it into existence. A theocracy. In the third chapter of the book of Genesis, the fall of man takes place. Satan appears on the scene. He causes Adam and Eve to sin, to go against what God said to do, and a Satanocracy is put in place. And from Genesis chapter 3 all the way to Revelation chapter 19, you're under a Satanocracy. What does that mean? That means that the ruler of this world is Satan. Oh, God is still sovereign. God did not displace himself. He is still over all, but he has allowed for this to happen, for Satan to be the ruler of this world. He knows he's omniscient. He knows exactly what's going to take place, and so he allows for this to happen. So a Satanocracy from Genesis chapter 3 all the way to Revelation chapter 19. In Revelation 19, what happens? Jesus Christ comes out of the heavenlies, comes back to the earth, establishes millennial kingdom. And then, that's chapter 20, verses 3, 4, 5, and 6, and from there then... As a theocracy once again instituted and will go into eternity future. So Genesis 1, 2, and 3, you have a theocracy, then a Satanocracy from Genesis 3 all the way to Revelation 19. Revelation 19, 20, 21, and 22, a theocracy once again instituted and into eternity future. Now with that in mind, we then have to go into these portions of Scripture where Satan now has taken charge and look at his subtle strategy that he is going to apply to every activity of life to accomplish his ultimate goal, which was what? To be God. He said, I want to be God. He had the place of prominence. In fact, maybe I better develop that just for a few moments. We need to take maybe one step back and Possibly this is uh, old hat to some of you, maybe it's review, but the best way to learn and keep it in your thinking and grasp it, really get a handle on it, is to go over it over over and over it again. So let me go over the creation of angels. You know, there's no place in the Bible where it says, and God created angels. It does say he created the stars, and he created the stars also. That's all he has to say about the stars. Man, that's an amazing thought if you think about it. But it never says, and God created angels on this day, at this time in history. So we have to then go back to the Word of God and pick out of the Word of God information that will help us determine by logic how this all came into existence. Uh, Thinking about the creation of angels, let's go back first to uh, we'll come back to Revelation, uh, to Genesis, but look at Job, please, with me if you will. Job chapter 38, and let me just give you a couple of little hints. I'm not going to really get into this deeply, but I must remind you of where angels came from, where Satan came from, so we can know how He is. He did not always exist. Last time I spoke on angels, somebody came to, so I read a book that angels always existed. they were with God at the time of creation. No, not correct. I read a book, the book of uh, Job and the book of Genesis and others, but tell me that is not true. Look at Job chapter 38, if you will. Remember, Job chapter 38 is talking about a man who God allows Satan to take everything away from, showing that this man is going to be faithful and true to God. Now, Job's family wasn't as faithful and true as Job was. Remember, his wife said, why don't you curse God and die? And then along comes a bunch of friends, or so-called friends, and say, why don't you curse God and die? Chapter 38 of the book of Job is for the purpose of responding to the statements by those friends to Job. He's actually talking to Job, but he's really wanting those friends of Job to eavesdrop on the conversation. And here's what he says, verse 1 of chapter 38. Then the Lord answered Job out of the world when he said, Who is this that targeteth counsel by words without knowledge? In other words, these people that don't even have the knowledge to understand what's going on are coming up here and asking these ridiculous questions and telling Job, Why don't you just curse God and die? Verse 4, Where was thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Boy, that kind of lays it on them, doesn't it? They're mouthing off. He said, Hey, you know so much, where were you? When I laid the foundations of the earth, did you have a measuring stick so you can measure it out? Do you know where the foundations for the earth are located? Where were you? Mouthed off about what you think Job ought to do? I love it. I mean, uh, the word mouthing off is not in there, but I'm sure that's what God said in the original Hebrew, of course. Now, look at verse 7. <laughs> Let me show you something. Here it is, where were you, put first 4, verse 7, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth, verse 7, when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Now that's our first clue as to when God created angels.
0: Thank you very much for taking a few moments with us to come to a better understanding of Satan's subtle strategy as it relates to the alignment of the nations in the last days. The nation's aligning is one of those four major trends that we will see as evident in our world leading up to the return of Jesus Christ. This prophetic five-part audio series includes mankind's master plan, Satan's subtle strategy, Ishmael to Islam, Alignment of the Nations, and Here Comes the Antichrist. You can get your copy of this five-hour, five-part audio series on CD by calling our toll-free number 8-PROPHECY-8, that's translated into 877-674-3298, or go to our website www.prophecytoday.com and make your order. You need to listen to Alignment of the Nations. It'll help you understand why things are happening in our world as they are today. Again, that phone number, 8 Prophecy 8, 877-674-3298. Call today to get your copy of Alignment of the Nations. Thank you very much. And Jimmy DeYoung here reminding you that Jesus Christ could come today. So let's keep looking up until.